Welcome to Beyond the Pages. Join us as we embark on a journey through time and wisdom while we unpack Bible stories together. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Pages. We are uh, so thankful that you're here with us today. And we also want to remind you that in the show notes, you can find a link to our website and there you can download uh, the study guides that go along with each of the episodes. And there you'll find a study guide for each of the characters that we're talking about. And today we're going to be talking about the Good Samaritan. And this story teaches profound lessons about compassion and breaking down societal barriers to care and extend compassion and aid to those in need. And that story is found in Luke chapter 10, verses 25 to 37. And Debbie, can you read? Yeah. Um, verses Luke 10, 25 through, 20 through 37 says, On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, What must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? He replied. How do you read it? He answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, A man who is going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, when he was attacked by robbers, they stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by the other side. So too, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put a man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the, inn, to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expen expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a good neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Okay, so this is a parable, right? And a parable is a story that Jesus would tell his disciples or his followers to teach them a lesson or to convey a message, right? Mm -hmm. And so in this parable, there are four characters, um, and we're going to be focusing on two of those. But before we get into the characters of the parable, I want to talk a little bit about this man who asked, asked the question, mm -hmm. right? And what was that question? He said, um, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Right. So verse 25 says, on one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Now, an expert in the law is a lawyer, mm -hmm. right? And so I always find this story a little bit interesting because 
he asked Jesus, what must I do to inherit, inherit eternal life? And Jesus replies with a question, mm-hmm. right? He says, well, what is written in the law? Mm-hmm. And the man knew the answer, mm-hmm. right? So he tells him the answer and Jesus says, good job. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the right you answer. Got it right. You got it right. Because he was an expert in the law. So mm-hmm. of course he had to know the answer. But, and it's kind of a joke with lawyers that when you ask a question, um, when you ask a lawyer a question, they'll always say, well, it depends, right? Mm-hmm. Because we always, we don't want to give straight answers because it really depends. There yeah. are exceptions to the law and stuff like that. And I think that's what this lawyer was kind of getting into because he says, Jesus says, that's right, you got it right. Mm-hmm. But then the lawyer says, he says, then who is my neighbor? Right. So specify to me, explain to me, Jesus, who is my neighbor? Mm-hmm. And maybe later on, we're going to talk a little bit about what I think the lawyer thought Jesus was going to say. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So that's that. Now let's go back to the characters in the parable. Mm-hmm. So let's start first with the man who was robbed. Okay. Okay. So we don't have a lot of details on him, but it looks like he was walking. He was going somewhere, mm-hmm. right? And he might have had something of value yeah. with him, right? Because why would robbers attack someone with nothing? Right. So what does the Bible say about him? Um, in verse 30, it says, in reply, Jesus said, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho. So was, um, those were the places where he was going. So he was probably going to Jericho. Um, and then he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. So this man was attacked. He was beat. Everything was taken from him. And then mm-hmm. he was just left to die on yeah. the side of the road. That's all we know about him. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then who was the first person that came along? The priest. Right. And we're going to assume and that this was a Jewish priest. Okay. Okay. And also the lawyer that asked the question, we're going to assume that he's Jewish as well. Okay. Okay. So what happened with the priest? Um, verse 31 says a priest happened to be going down the same road and when he saw the man he passed by the other side so he didn't really take acknowledgement of who he was he just passed on now what is a priest do you know he's like the person who's in the temple right so is the person that teaches about god Mm -hmm. right so maybe in today's time we can say like the pastor Mm -hmm. right so we can assume that this man knows about god and we should assume that this man loves god yeah but what did he do he just passed on to the other side and it's interesting because you can say well maybe he didn't see the man maybe he didn't but no Verse 31 says, a priest happened to be going down the same road. And when he saw the man, Mm -hmm. what did he do? He passed on to the other side. So think about the man was coming. um, The priest was coming on the same side where the man was on the floor. Mm -hmm. 
And as soon as he sees him, what does he do? He just... He crosses over mm -hmm. to the other side of the road and keeps going, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Who is the, the other person that comes by? It says it's a Levite. And what did he do? <clears throat> it says, um, verse 32, So to a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, he passed by to the other side. Okay, so a Levite, uh, they were from a different tribe, right? And mm -hmm. so the Levite was also walking down the same road. And what did he do as well? He also passed, like, crossed the street. Now, think about this. You're walking down the road, and you see a man on the floor. He's maybe unconscious, and... It says that they took his clothes, so maybe he's half naked. Mm -hmm. You see that he's he he's hurt. What is your first instinct? It's like you try to get on the opposite side. You don't want to like get near because I don't know. He's he might be like like I don't know. Like just you might be afraid. Mm -hmm. Am I in danger? Is he going to attack me? Like mm -hmm. you you don't know what's going on. So. Do you think that their responses were kind of reasonable? Yes, but maybe if, like, if you can tell that he's hurt, like now, obviously, if you see a guy on the street half naked, then I'm assuming that you don't want to, like, like, help him. But then maybe if it's, like, if you're walking down... And it's not like a huge, like there are no cars, you know? That something might, like bad might have happened that like, because then obviously there are like robbers and stuff, but now there are more possibilities, I guess. So do you think that if that would happen now, there would be a less chance of someone helping that guy? Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's go to the third person that comes by who is that that's the samaritan okay the samaritan and something interesting to note is that jews and samaritans disliked each other mm -hmm. they hated each other right and the bible doesn't say that the man who's robbed was a jew but we can assume that he was yeah right and so a Samaritan man is walking down the road. Maybe he sees this man on the floor like all the other two. But mm -hmm. what does he do? He, in verse 33, it says, But a man, but a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. Um, verse 34 says, He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. Okay, so this Samaritan man <coughs> sees this man on the, on the floor, on the ground, maybe unconscious, half naked, and he took pity on him. What does that mean? Like he cared for him. He took, like, he felt not sorry, but like he... Compassion? Maybe mm -hmm. he felt compassion for him. And... He did something, I think, that is very unusual. He actually went to where he was and did what? He 
he poured um he bandaged his wounds and he put um oral oil and wine okay so he probably realized that this man needed immediate help mm-hmm. right maybe he and we don't know if this man had some training um yeah you know like, like what he was right because you know if a firefighter or a nurse or somebody, you know, they have those tools and they are able to help someone. But we don't know if this man was trained. But he, it says, he bandaged his wounds and poured oil and wine, right? Mm-hmm. But not only that, he didn't just do that and leave him there and, and say, well, no. hopefully somebody comes by and can take care of him even more. Mm-hmm. What else did he do? It says in the the second part of verse 34, then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. So I'm thinking that this man was riding on his donkey, Mm -hmm. right? And maybe he also was going um, to Jericho, right? And maybe it was was a, a, a long road. And so when he saw that man, he had to get off his, his donkey. Mm -hmm. He bandaged the man and then he lifted him up, carried him, Mm -hmm. put him on on top of his donkey. And then what happened? And then he took him to an inn, like a hotel. Right. So he walked himself, Mm -hmm. right, next to his donkey with the man on top. And he went and found an inn. And it also doesn't stop there because he could have very well dropped them off and said, listen, I found this guy on the side of the road. Please help him. I don't know him. I I helped him as best as I could, but I I have business to do. Mm-hmm. I have somewhere to go. He didn't do that. What did he do? It says, um, verse thirty five. The next day, he took out two denarii and gave him to and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. So. He not only went out of his way mm-hmm. to help this man. Maybe he was in a rush to go to a meeting or to yeah. meet someone or to do business. So he gave up of his own time. Mm-hmm. He took time to take care of this man. Took him to the inn. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but he also told the innkeeper, I'm going to pay you. Yeah. He says, how much did he pay him? Two denarii. And a denarius was the usual daily wage of a day laborer. So imagine what somebody would earn in one day, right? Let's say somebody makes today um, $12 an hour, Okay. right? Um, and they work for 10 hours, mm-hmm. right? So $120. And he left how much? Two denarii, so like so double that, uh-huh. right? That's one hundred forty. Right, so two days of pay. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a lot. Yeah, and he left that to the innkeeper so that the man could be taken care of, but he also said, care for him, and when I return, so it's not just like I'm gonna leave him here, like take care of him, and I'm gonna pay you. No, when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Right. So he says, don't worry. If you have to spend money or if you have to 
don't worry. When I come back, he, he planned to come back. Mm-hmm. When I come back, you tell me how much more I owe you mm-hmm. and I'll pay you. Now, when the lawyer asked the question, mm-hmm. I think that the lawyer, when he said, well, who is my neighbor? Mm-hmm. Maybe he expected Jesus to say, well, your neighbor is those close to you. Yeah. Your neighbor is those that you like mm-hmm. and those that look like you and those that you hang out with. Mm-hmm. Because when you think of neighbor, you think of those next to you, right? Yeah. Closest to you. But the lawyer was Jewish and the Samaritan and him were like enemies. enemies. So in... So in the lawyer's mind, maybe a Samaritan could never be the hero mm-hmm. because Samaritans were bad. Yeah. So when Jesus tells him this parable and he makes this Samaritan be the hero, the good guy, mm-hmm. what is Jesus trying to tell him? Like, you got to be kind to the ones who aren't like, I guess, not that they're not like your friend or whatever, but like, be kind to the ones even who are not close to you. Right. Or even some who you might think are your enemies Mm -hmm. or even some who you you might think that you have nothing in common with. Because I think as humans, we tend to gravitate and we tend to get close to the people who are most like us. Right. Like We become friends with people who have things in common with us. Mm -hmm. Right. But if it's somebody that we don't like we think they're bad people, Mm -hmm. how easy is it for us to help them? It's not easy because, like, if you don't like them or if you're enemies with them, you don't want to talk to them. You don't want to be close to them. Have you ever been in a situation where you had to help someone? Yeah. Like, do you remember that one time when we were going, we went to eat at a restaurant and we came out and we were about ready to get in the car and this lady approached us and she was um, pushing a cart and she asked for money. And I was trying to see oh yeah, if I had any cash and I don't think I had in a lot of cash. No. And she was very aggressive. Yeah, she was like, about to yell at you. She, she was, was yelling at me. Mm-hmm. And I think I gave her what I had. And, and I was trying to figure out if um, I had more in the car. Yeah. And she was, she wasn't like, because you gave her like at least a little. And then when you gave her, like, she was like, like, is that all your husband has too? Like, it seemed like <laughs> at that moment, you know, it, it kind of caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. because I was trying to, you know, give her really all I had in cash. Yeah. And she wasn't very grateful. Um, but not only was she not grateful, but she was rude, right? Yeah. She was yelling at us. And But is she our neighbor? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's think about this story. She She's not our, our neighbor in the sense that she doesn't live yeah. next to us. But in this but parable, do you think she is? Uh-huh. Why? Because the the Samaritan and the Jew were like opposites. 
and he gave what he had to help the man who was hurt. And he didn't even know that man. He he didn't help the man because he knew who he was. Yeah. He didn't help the man because he said, oh, he's a Samaritan. I'm going to help him because he's one of ours. Mm-hmm. He's one of mine. He didn't know anything about the man, we're assuming. Mm-hmm. But yet he not only gave of his time, but he also gave of his money, mm-hmm. of his resources to someone that wasn't necessarily who you think your neighbor might be. Mm-hmm. So in the in the case of that lady, yeah. right, that, that, that we met that day, at first glance, I'm thinking, you're rude. Yeah. I'm, try- I'm trying to help. But, you know, she is our neighbor. And we don't know the circumstances of her life. Yeah. And sh- you're right. She might be... She might have nothing in common with us, mm-hmm. but she is our neighbor. Yeah. And there are so many people out there that maybe are in need and maybe need some of our help. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in resources or money, but maybe in time. Yeah. You know, we've we've met some people that maybe are lonely, you mm-hmm. know, and maybe all they need is an invitation for dinner and to come and eat dinner or yeah. or just spending time and talking to them. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, when we go to uh, the places like the sharing center, when we go and we just help, you know? Yeah. That's the, that's the type of, of thing and that, that Jesus was talking about, mm-hmm. right? Now, let me ask you, what do you think happened when this person that was robbed? Because we're assuming that he was unconscious. Yeah. But once well, he got he woke up? better, right? Once he woke up and he maybe he woke up in the inn. What do you think came to his mind? I don't know. Maybe he was like, Why am I what like why am I here? Like who brought me here? Like where am I? And well maybe he asked confused. the innkeeper. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Right? And what do you think the innkeeper told him? He told him, like, yeah, the Samaritan came in and he was like, he paid for your, like, for your care. He paid for, like, for us to take care of you. Um, and he'll be back soon. Just. And I think that man could have taken two attitudes towards that, right? Mm-hmm. One attitude would be one of gratitude. Yeah. Right? Would like be I like, can't wait till he comes back so I can thank him. I can. But he also could have taken another attitude. Mm-hmm. He could have been like, why did he bring me here? Like, like he could have asked for more. Mm-hmm. Could have. Right. Yeah. And, but does that matter in our decision to help? No, it just matters like what you give, what you. Like, as long as you give, I guess, like. What if you know that you're going to give something, but you know that you're not going to receive gratitude? It's hard to give then. Right. Of course, it's hard to give. But do you think that you still should? Yeah. Okay. So we talked about the... Robber, mm-hmm. well, not the robber, the man who was robbed. Yeah. Um, 
the priest, the Levite, and the Samaritan. What's your favorite part of this story? I think when I think about, like, if he woke up and, like, what he was thinking about, you know, and how the Samaritan brought him to the, like, the effort that it took. And I think that in this case, I think there's also maybe a fifth character that we didn't talk about, but I think was a witness to what was happening. Can you imagine who that was? The, um, what's it called? The, the innkeeper. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he was he was the one who was just, because sometimes we don't think about that point of view. And mm-hmm. so he's like, imagine this guy who's unconscious mm-hmm. um, and like just bring him in a donkey and just said like, can you take care of him? Like he could have been like, no, like that's not enough. That's, you know? Yeah, and I think he also could have been like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Like, is he a relative? Is he a family member? Is he your friend? Yeah. How do you know him? Well, I, I don't know him. I just found him on the road. Yeah. Well, wh- why are you doing this? And I think that that's also a good example, a good witness to that man as well. Mm-hmm. Right? So the point of this story is that we need to show compassion. Yeah. Right? And we need to show kindness and care and Sometimes we are so busy that we just are not paying attention to the people. We forget. We forget or we're not really paying attention to the people around us. And we can walk past so many people that are suffering, that are just in need of something, Mm -hmm. a listening ear, maybe a hug, maybe resources, right? Maybe a hot meal. Yeah. Maybe money. Maybe a hand a helping hand, Mm -hmm. right? But because we're so busy doing good stuff, maybe, right? Mm -hmm. But still, we're so busy that we're not paying attention. And I think the point of this story is let's pay attention, you know, to what's going on around. And let's not pretend that we don't see that. Yeah. Let's not cross to the other side and just Mm -hmm. keep going on our way. And sometimes, yes, we're going to have to give of our time. And we're going to have to give of our money and our resources. But there's a verse in the Bible. Have you heard of the golden rule? That Yeah. The love your neighbor as yourself. What does that mean? It's like, however you would treat like yourself, then you should treat like the people like around you. Yeah. Treat others how you want to be treated. Right. Mm-hmm. What if you're the person that unfortunately was attacked? How would you want to be helped? I'd want to be helped by the Samaritan and how he, like, I'd want to be helped by that amount of care and compassion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's what we need to pray for. Matthew seven twelve says, in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Pages. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and make sure to hit the subscribe button. Until next time, stay curious and keep those conversations going because every story is an adventure waiting to be explored.